Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, it's hour two on this Thursday. Dan and the Dan, that's Dan Patrick Show. I first tested positive Saturday morning for COVID, and... The next 48 hours were pretty tough. 72 hours were pretty tough. Took Monday off and then felt good on Tuesday when I came in. Didn't feel that good yesterday and feel even worse today. This is one of those where you have no energy whatsoever. And it feels like if you were talking about cabin pressure on an airplane, that's what it feels like inside your head. Voice is cracking a little bit here, but... Uh, Paulie says it sounds sexy. It's like a, a male version of Demi Moore. Sexier. Ish, yes, but uh, uh, thanks for bearing with us on the program. Yes, still outside. The Danettes are uh, safe and sound inside. But we do have uh, visits uh, occasionally. They'll do drive-bys and be like 20 feet away and have the mask on. And, uh, you know, Fritzy comes storming through, though. Fritzy comes out here quite a bit. Yes, John? Uh, I'm going to address the elephant in the room, even though it seems a little insensitive, but looking ahead to tomorrow, since you're in the Traeger grill section there, how does that work after the show tomorrow? <laughs> that's, that's slightly insensitive, but I am thinking about tomorrow. That's not canceled, right, on lunch or anything, because you have to be out there. Uh, okay. <laughs> if there's terrible. a difference between there's going to be lunch tomorrow or me being healthy tomorrow. I want you to be healthy, but a close second would be, are we cooking some burgers? What do we got? Uh, I, I got to figure out the menu for tomorrow, but I am, I am planning on being here tomorrow. Had my doubts this morning. In fact, I came in and we had our morning meeting, or at least we were going to, and I said, Paulie, you handle things. I'm going to go out in my car. <laughs> so got out in the Mercedes, just uh, had the seat go all, reclines all the way back. Like the I, old days. Yes. <laughs> well, I didn't drive a Mercedes oh. in the old days. But I was like, 
Oh, man. I could easily just fall asleep here. But every day's the Super Bowl. Fritzy keeps reminding me of that. Every so, day. So let's go. Yeah, I know. I know. Got two more hours. To <laughs> I know. Fritzy, Fritzy walks by me and goes soft. No, like, he didn't. Uh, but it's okay in a fun way. It's but, all playful. It's all playful stuff. Yeah. And then I go. Just well, content. I said, what'd you say? He goes, what? I said, did you say soft? And he goes, yeah. I said, all right. All right. Game on. Try to motivate From me. From someone that like every two weeks ends up, you know, in some <laughs> emergency room, God forbid, or in some other place. I, I got to zoom in. I deserved it. As you would uh, say, I'm kvetching. And I, you are and I don't, I don't mean to be kvetching. No one likes a kvetcher. Yeah, no, they don't. Yes, Paul. When you were taking your pre-show nap, we were discussing, all right, how we're going to work on this, how are we going to do this. And seeing that idea was, we should find a list that makes Dan really, really upset. <laughs> and then he'll think about that for the next three hours. <laughs> yeah. So we've been scouring for horrible internet lists. Yeah. Is there uh, the greatest college basketball player of all time list? Uh, Michael with, Jordan. Yeah, with Michael Jordan. I still I haven't found anybody who voted on that poll because I want to know. And I, I you know who I talked to? Jay Billis about that. I said, Jay, what are you doing? Can't you help people in there? And I think Jay was really shocked that they had Michael Jordan as the greatest college player of all time. All right, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Uh, one of my former bosses, John Skipper, is going to join us. He's the former president of ESPN. I thought he'd be interesting to talk to, very smart guy, about what Fox is going to get or hopes to get with Tom Brady and really what the landscape is with uh, analysts now, broadcasters, and uh, do you get your money's worth out of it? Like, what's it mean? ESPN now has Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. Uh, Amazon has Al Michaels, like having that figurehead. Jim Nance, of course, deeply uh, entrenched at CBS. Uh, Mike Tirico at NBC. But uh, we'll talk to John Skipper about that. Also, Steve Sands, our buddy from the Golf Channel. They're a great play-by-play announcer. will join us a little bit later. We'll talk about what's going on in the PGA Tour and players wanting to play in the... Uh, it's a Saudi-backed league, but is it LIV? Is it, would that be 54 in Roman numerals? <laughs> Roman numerals. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's uh, the Live Tour, the LIV Tour, the 54 Tour, but it's backed by um, a couple of billion dollars with uh, Saudi Arabia. Yes, Tondo. It's being referred to as the Live Golf Invitational. Live Golf in, and, and Live Golf Invitational. Okay. And I think they have 12 events, and four of those are in the United States. When I first heard about it, I thought, oh, they're going to get these players to go to Saudi Arabia to play golf. Well, all right. Now welcome onto the show five-time Live Tour champion <laughs> Jimmy Lipper. Doesn't have the same ring to it. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. Yes, Paul. Maybe they'll have the Live Fair at the end of the season to celebrate. There you go. Okay. okay. So they, they left off the E so you wouldn't think it's the Live Tour. So it's L-I-V for Live Tour, right? Because L-I-V-E could be Live or Live. Yeah. So it's not dot, 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 the LIV tour, not like the PGA. Yes, Tom. And who would the lovely master of ceremonies be for that event? Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. Thank you, Tom. Yeah. Um, so, no, no. Can no. I write a liverick? Maybe I should do a liverick about this golf event. Uh, yeah, sure. Because <laughs> like a limerick, but it's a limerick. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes I just acknowledge Fritzia and I just say, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Because I know... I, I, I would either do that or I'd do that before I would go, no, 
Todd, I don't want you to do it. No, I want to do it. And then we go back and forth. It's just easier to say, yeah, go ahead, Todd. I'll take that over thank you, Todd, which is extremely dismissive. <laughs> you think so? Slightly. The best part of thank you, Todd, is when you go, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> uh, we talked about what happened in the playoffs last night. With the, I'm watching the game, and I, I keep thinking, man, Milwaukee's making this interest. Oh, Milwaukee's really close. Milwaukee has a chance to take the – Milwaukee's going to win this game. It, if it could go wrong, it did go wrong. Unbelievable finish there. And, uh, you know, Giannis somehow makes it look easy scoring 40 points against a really good defensive team. But Mark is smart. He's the defensive player of the year, but he went up against Drew Holiday, who certainly could lay claim to that. He certainly was last night the defensive player of the game with a couple of uh, had a steal and a block shot in uh, successive possessions. You got to have somebody step up. Giannis can go for 40, but with no Chris Middleton, you need somebody who's going to step up. And you saw that last night. Bobby Portis, offensive rebounds, and Drew Holiday hit big shots when he needed it. Yes, Marv? Drew Holiday's looking for that Larry Bird Eastern Conference MVP Championship of the World Oh, is that the, that the new trophy that they're handing out? It is. Wait. Now, this is if you win the Eastern Conference Finals MVP, then you get a trophy in the Western Conference. So it's the Larry Bird uh, Correct. Eastern Conference Finals MVP? Yeah, it's easier to say the ECF MVP, Dan. <laughs> That's how we say it, the ECF MVP. E. Or uh, the WCF MVP Season 1, Part 2. And now, who is that named after? The Western Conference I, Finals MVP. I think it's Oscar Robertson. Close. It's Magic Johnson. Are you sure? <laughs> well, if you're going to have Larry, then you have Magic. I get that. And, if, and of course, not to cut you off, but to cut you off, uh, our good friend Nick Wright yeah. is upset that you know who isn't the trophy's not named after. After LeBron. LeBron? Yes, he's... Furious. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't know if I could name it after an active player. <laughs> Nick, Nick, Nick Wright's going to join us. No, he's not. But he would be. He's fuming over it. There's. There's so many more important things to worry about that it. Like LeBron's new teammates next year, or who's his coach going to be? Not. They didn't name the award after LeBron James. Uh, DraftKings has updated odds to win the NBA title. Suns, tops. Number two is the Warriors. Three is the Bucks. Four is the Heat. Then it's Celtics, Sixers, Dallas, and Memphis. Yes. (laughs) Seton is taking the Memphis Grizzlies to win this series. I got you right where I want you. Okay. And if, and if you're correct and they win the series, then Paulie gets two pies. But if Memphis happens to lose, Golden State advances, then Seton gets one pie. Do I have my math correct there, Paul? Yes. And the award situation, the confusion was the individual awards are the Magic Johnson, Larry Bird awards. But the newly designed Eastern Conference Champion Trophy will be named after Bob Cousy, former Celtic MVP. And the Western Conference Champion Trophy will be named after Oscar Robertson, not Robinson, as yeah. a lot of people call <laughs> no, that. They do. Yeah. People always bring up Oscar. That Oscar Robinson, man, I go Robertson. <laughs> he, he averaged a triple-double. People don't know any other stats with Oscar. You know, one of the great rebounding guards. I mean, he was a big guard. You have to understand that, that 
you know, guards might be six feet tall, six one, six two. Oscar was six five, but he was big and athletic. And uh, he and Jerry West had great battles. But you know, Oscar, you know, kind of toiled in uh, oblivion with Cincinnati. That's when I first got a chance to see Oscar play. And then he went to Milwaukee with that famous trade, and he ended up winning a championship there with uh, Lou Welsindor. John Skipper, the mothership, will join us coming up. Phone calls are always welcome. And Fritzy, it's National Limerick Day. You uh, provided us with one in the first hour, and why cheat the audience that didn't get to hear that? Exactly. Why don't you give them another limerick? Okay, this is a limerick about limericks, about doing a limerick. Today, I feel really alive, and it's not just from taking M-Drive. It's National Limerick Day, don't ignore. So rhyme lines three and four and do the same for one, two, and five. All right. For those that aren't sure yet what a limerick is or how to write one. That needs like a cartoon animation to go with it, Mm. that one. And I give a shout out to one of our sponsors. We've got a whole lot packed in there. Well done, Todd. Thanks. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) You like what I say? I do. You're welcome. Yeah. I'm not sincere and you're not sincere either. You're one of us. Nope. Nope. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Well, when Reed Detmers uh, tossed the no-hitter for the Angels, that was uh, just his 11th Major League start. There have been a total of 316 no-hitters throughout history. Holding a team to no-hits through nine is tough, but no-hitters have become a little more commonplace. And uh, if you look at the batting averages, the league batting average has plummeted over the years. From 1998 to 2009, baseball's batting average was over 260. The average... This year, the number is 233. Players are swinging for the fences, and that gives pitchers a big advantage. But also, Detmer's only struck out two. That, that to me, is what's surprising. He just had them put the ball in play. Greg Maddox famously would do this. Put the ball in play. Have them beat themselves. And I don't think that anything's going to change with analytics. I think no-hitters are going to continue to be more and more prevalent in today's game. Justin Verlander had a no-hitter through eight innings on the same night that Reed Detmers threw his no-hitter. Can we check and see the last time somebody threw a no-hitter and had two strikeouts or less? See if you can uh, get some of our stats guys on that, Fritzy. I'm on it. All right. Uh, let's see. Anything else that we need to recap here, Paulie? Uh, no new news from the schedule release from oh, the NFL. Right. Nah. Well, it's dried up a little bit. Yeah, the big news will be the opening night, that Thursday night, and then the Sunday night. That's always big. And then we have a double header on Monday night, I believe. So those will be the interesting things. That's all I care about is what happens during that first weekend. Yeah, Paulie. Do you find yourselves forgetting who's announcing for what channel right now? <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure. Is, is Trico doing NBC? And, and, yes. You know, and yes. Al's on Amazon? Yes. Joe Buck is ESPN football. Yeah. Right. Fox is Greg, uh, Greg Olson for a couple months. Yes. Gets that gig. Kevin Burkhardt. All right. And then Greg Olson goes to second team and you get demoted once Tom Brady decides to. Well, who knows how long Brady's going to play. Oh, I saw where there was an over under. You guys want to guess the over under uh, Tom Brady touchdowns over under this year. If I gave you the over-under, if I gave you um, over-under, you guys want to guess what the over-under is for Tom Brady touchdown passes this year? Paulie? 33 and a half. Okay. Uh, Seton O'Connor, over-under? Uh, 27. 20, 27? Yes, 27. 
Okay. Marv? I'm going to go 38 and a half. 38 and a half. Todd? One dollar. I'm going to say 37 and a half. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But if you go over, then you can't win, Todd. I understand that. Yeah. It's 35 and a half. Oh, I'm out. Yeah. You lost. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, third. <laughs> Do I win by lowballing? Yes, yes. Hello. So yeah. He had the one dollar one, Stephen. Yes. Hello. Yeah. In his two seasons in Tampa Bay, Brady is averaging forty-one and a half touchdowns per year. <laughs> Doesn't well, that feel like you know? There's those, those suck, sucker bets where you go, "Oh, he's going to throw more than thirty-five. Is he? Thirty-four? Yes, Paul. Tom Brady's career uh, quarterback rating with the Patriots was ninety-seven. His quarterback rating with Tampa is one hundred and two point one. Better. Thank you. Back to you. <laughs> I'm, I'm moving slow today, but not that slow. <laughs> I can tell the difference between those two. Just checking. 877 3DP show. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dp show. And yes, still doing the show outside. If you're watching on Peacock, this is the grilling area. And Fritzy, of course, is uh, deep in doubt about is there going to be a meet Friday? I don't even know what we're having, but we will have a meet Friday. And if, you know, they're going to be grilling while I'm on the show out here, then we'll do it. Yeah, just a little peace of mind about the lunch tomorrow. I know. I'll take care of you. We get concerned about these things. We get really hungry by about this time of day. Okay. I'm worried about the smoke, too. We've already had the, oh, the smoke out. Yeah. Yeah, you may have to do the show from the parking lot or something, had, if you don't mind. We had a Tuesday smokeout that uh, wasn't you got hotboxed. <laughs> I know. I, I said to Tyler, it was a little cold out here. I said, hey, how about you whip up a fire? He goes, okay. Oh, and next thing I know, it, it's a rager. And then he put cardboard in it. So I got all this ash. The entire show just kept falling on me. And I said, next time, how about we get a starter log next time? Yeah. You never see, like, emphysema patients go out to, like, a local bonfire (laughs) to recover. You never see that happen. And then Tyler was going to take the hose to put it out, and Paulie yelled at him. Paulie scolded him. What did you say? Like, Tyler, come on, get it together. I said, I I I think I said, Tyler, think. You're sitting there choking and coughing and over like this. He's like, let's spray water on that and just send these embers right into Dan's lungs. Let, let's add more smoke to this. All right, let me take a break here. We're back after this with John Skipper, formerly of ESPN, Dan Patrick Show. M-Drive, you know, it's like, I, I was kind of like Kurt Gibson walking to the plate against Dennis Eckersley this morning. Like, they thought there's no way he could be out there. He shouldn't be out there. That's he, a little exaggerated. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> All right, compare yourself to Kurt Gibson on one leg, hitting a home run to win the World Series. Maybe it was like Willis Reed against the Lakers. A little better, but still a little crazy. So I limped in today, but I still had the energy to make myself a smoothie with M Drive. It supports healthy testosterone levels, boosts energy, and helps you feel your best every single day. I don't want to slow down. I'm a little slow today, but hey, every day's the Super Bowl. M Drive, you'll find it at Walgreens, Rite Aid, Vitamin Shop. And you can try it risk-free. Go to mdrivedan.com. If you don't feel more energized after 60 days, get your money back. Guaranteed. I use M-Drive every day. little scoop into the smoothie. Good to go. More strength, energy, and tea support to fuel your daily drive. Don't let age beat you. Visit mdrivedan.com. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app 
at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer dan patrick and hosted by me jay harris that you won't want to miss playing dirty sports scandals each week i'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever i'm talking marcus dixon olympic gymnastics kane velasquez salacious super bowl level scandals Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Groundbreaking runs in the family. Safety runs in the family. Extraordinary runs in the family. The 2022 Mercedes-Benz range of SUVs, every member waiting to impress. Learn more at MBUSA.com. We'll get to your phone calls coming up. We'll check in with Steve Sands of NBC Sports and the Golf Channel on what's happening with the PGA Tour and the Saudi back tour as well. So that'll be coming up a little bit later on. Tonight, Heat 76ers. That's game six. Suns at the Mavs will be game six. We spent a lot of time talking about Tom Brady joining Fox eventually when his career is over. And we thought the numbers might be 20 to $25 million a year. And then you realize Fox is bringing him in as a brand ambassador and also to do color 
on their football games. And I thought John Skipper, one of the brightest people I ever encountered in my career, former ESPN uh, CEO, president, and he's now the co-founder and CEO of uh, Metal, Metal Arc Media, working with Dan Lebitard. And uh, John, thanks for joining us. Uh, your reaction when you first heard the news that Fox was going to offer that kind of money to Tom Brady? I have to confess my first reaction was not about the um, money, but about potentially how well Fox played this, right? Everybody was surprised that they let Joe Buck and Troy Aikman go. Troy Aikman was surprised that they had not even uh, really been in touch with him about it. And uh, I think perhaps this explains it, right? They uh, planned all along that they were going to get Brady. I have no idea if that's right, by the way. But that's the first thing I thought is, wow, look how well they played this. They, they're going to get uh, the goat into the booth. How do you hide something like that, John? I have no idea, uh, though I am here somewhere in the Midwest in the Witness Protection Program. <laughs> so, uh, so it is possible to keep secrets. And look, to your first point, it is a lot of money. Um, and uh, it raises the inevitable question, how you how you justify spending quite so much money. It's not because of ratings. It does not have any effect on the ratings. Uh, and I've never had anybody show me any data to dispute that. This is more about just what you were talking about. Uh, pride, brand ambassador. G will take our important advertisers by the booth to see Tom Brady. Uh, G, I suspect he will see him at the upfront presentations at some point in the not too distant future. So you can make a justification for it, uh, but it's not about ratings or because more people will watch or even because it will be a better or worse broadcast. It's just about the, the jazz of having Tom Brady. But also, I was wondering, and it, and it seems like an obvious question, John, but I don't think many people are asking, is Tom Brady going to be any good as an analyst? <laughs> I'm not sure it matters other than there'll be a little bit of embarrassment. Ah, he, look, he's, a, he's a, a smart guy. He's charming. I'm assuming he'll be that. To me, the interesting, the judgment of whether he's going to be any good, is he going to provide insight? Uh, they can provide insight in a number of things, right? One of them is, and Tony Romo gets credit for being spectacular about this, right? Which is insight into what play is going to be called, why it's being played. I think Tom will do pretty well there. The other insight you want is, what is it like? What are the players like? Who's a good guy? Who's a bad guy? Is Tom Brady really going to be willing to say anything controversial? Uh, I suspect he will be careful. He's a very guarded guy, right? If you think about the life he leads and how he manages the information that comes out of his mouth, he's pretty guarded. I don't think he's going to be controversial. I don't think he's going to be provocative. He won't be any Charles Barkley, right? Uh, and that's what you like is somebody who's fun, uh, insightful, um, that you want to sit with. So he'll be okay. I don't think it'll be a disaster. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Charles Mark Barkley might be the most valuable member of the sports media. Right. You agree? I, yes, I do. And I think there's only three or four people in the history of uh, broadcasting who you genuinely can say that people tune in to see them. Right. The late, great John Madden, uh, who just recently passed, uh, um, was one of those guys. Barkley right now is the guy in all of sports. You can say people will turn in to see him. Did you try to get Barkley at ESPN? Absolutely. 
Absolutely. There's almost nobody who's really, really good we didn't try to get. The biggest issue at ESPN was, uh, and you know this, so we'll have a little fun with this, is ESPN wants you to work too damn hard. We weren't, <laughs> we weren't, we weren't willing to pay. Uh, I, I once remember talking to Shaq, who's a very good guy, very friendly, and I tried very hard to convince him, you don't want to be the second fiddle to Shaq. I'm sorry, to Charles. Come over to ESPN, you'll be the star. <laughs> and he said, I already talked to Charles. And Charles said, all I got to do is show up. Uh, and I don't have to rehearse. I don't have to be on SportsCenter. I don't have to be on First Take. I don't have to be on PTI. I don't have to be on NBA Countdown. I can just work, come in, sit down, and uh, chew it up. And uh, so, yeah, it was hard to get him. I remember talking to Barkley. Barkley said, uh, hey, uh, ESPN is uh, interested in uh, signing me. And I said, well, let me tell you why you shouldn't do it. You, where you're going to have to go every day or every other day, or you know, you're going to have to be on ESPN radio. You're going to have to be on, you, you go through the car wash there. You got to yeah. know the weather is going to be an issue. You go through the car wash there. And I, I said, you could do that. Or I'm going to guess TNT is just going to say, Hey, just show up and that's uh, have some fun. And he said, yeah, this shouldn't be a hard decision. Yeah, he, he's right. And we knew we were operating with that disadvantage. Of course, the other worked for us because we had so much programming to fill and we needed guests and we and we cared a lot about getting our money's worth. So, uh, so yeah, it was a disadvantage and I do not blame Shaq or Charles. They're a city where they should be. <laughs> and by the way, let me say another thing, Dan, which I think you'll agree with, for all the worrying about preparation and all, the best show uh, in some ways, the best sports studio show in all of sports is that Charles Barkley, Shaq, Kenny Smith, Ernie Johnson show. And it's because they look like they're having fun. They know what they're talking about. They're willing to be provocative. They're willing to, to uh, mash it up. And uh, it's great. Well, John, you're saying it right to my face that that's the best studio show. And I thought that I was part of the best studio show. I mean, well, you, were, you were part of the best sports information studio show possibly okay. not the not the game day uh pre and post and halftime show okay. so i should make that distinction okay all right fair enough uh the manning cast where are we going with imitators with the manning cast in your opinion um i think the manning cast is terrifically entertaining what we're what we're doing is pretending that everything in the booth is great we're doing the game the way we should do it so if we're going to have fun or we're going to not call every play, it's got to be an alternative broadcast. I, I personally think it's it's a funny attempt to get actually different voices on the game who aren't just calling third and eight and they turn around and hand the ball off. But every, I think what will be interesting is when somebody does that in the in the first booth, not in an alternative booth. Oh, okay. So you're tuning into that game and this is the game. It's not yeah. alternative programming. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I tried to do that one time with uh, Tony Kornheiser. And uh, the football gods, the oh, football boy. gods rebelled. It was a little like, uh, you know, when uh, Paris took, took uh, Helen to Troy. Uh, <laughs> all of the, the football gods uh, sent their forces in uh, ships across the wine dark sea and uh, tried to uh, execute Tony. What's the craziest idea you almost 
succeeded with at ESPN that you were going to try? Do you remember anything that was out, outside the box? I think, I think that uh, Tony Kornheiser was the biggest example, right? We were trying to interject into a booth comedy and different kind of flavor, um, and uh, it did not work. Uh, by the way, Tony did great work. It wasn't bad. It just uh, there wasn't an overall general acceptance that that was the right way to go. So I uh, and and let me stipulate too. I didn't produce a lot of football games, so it's possible I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> He's John Skipper, <laughs> the uh, co-founder and CEO of Metal Lark Media with Dan Lebetard, former uh, president of ESPN. Give me a sport that you would invest in right now if it was a stock. Aside from the NFL, you got a another sport? Uh, sure, I, and I did. And uh, in this case, I just said, you know, I could be wrong. Uh, here's a case where I was not wrong, which is soccer, right? Soccer, I just read something the other day that suggested it's now the fourth most popular sport in the country, headed to number three behind football and basketball. Uh, and it is, of course, uh, by, by now you don't need Nostradamus to tell you this. Everybody knows this, right? Uh, NBC just paid a large sum of money and a big increase for the Premier League. ESPN bought La Liga and Bundesliga. Champions League is a smash for CBS. Uh, soccer. Soccer's coming. And and uh, other than football and basketball, everybody should watch out. Uh, the other one is, of course, we saw this weekend. And on this one, I was wrong. And that's F1. Yeah. F1's coming. Yeah. And... Uh, They've done a fabulous job. The Drive to Survive show has helped. But uh, to have a sport grow that fast in the United States with no U.S. participants is pretty remarkable. No participants at the highest, at the highest level. And you got a younger demo that's watching Formula One. And, uh, you know, you got the beautiful people that showed up for it, presents itself well. You got celebrities. You got the weather. You know, you're you're racing on the same streets that people can drive on on any other day. So there is some yeah. fascination with that. But uh, baseball's been good at the local level, John. Yes, uh, baseball's. Uh, I'm not denigrating any other sport. Baseball thrives at the local level. It thrives as a spectacular daily sport. I talked to a buddy of mine yesterday. What was he doing? He's going to the White Sox game in the afternoon. Uh, so the local adherents are like daily communicants. And uh, it works very well that way. But should they be worried, should the commissioner be worried about the national audience, national perception of baseball yes. as a sport? Of course they should be, right? And there are some solves for it, right? The issue is there have not been enough national games. One of the great benefits of um, uh, the NFL and its, its contracted schedule and, and uh, scarcity of games is everybody in the country can see every team. You, I, I defy you, absent some very expensive, absent MLB.com uh, or whatever the, the digital package is called, you can't see the Marlins and Padres play if you live in Chicago or Cleveland unless you have a, a couple hundred dollar package. Nobody sees any of the baseball teams until the postseason, except the Yankees and the Red Sox and the Dodgers and, and a couple of others. Before I let you go, would you – have signed Tom Brady to that deal if you were at ESPN? And would you have made an offer like that? No. But ESPN reportedly did, you know, they were involved in the uh, sweepstakes for Tom Brady. 
the, they were involved and uh, someone else is running ESPN and, and doing a fine job. But when I was there, I did not believe that I would never pay this kind of money uh, for those athletes. What kind of money would you have paid that money for Joe Buck and Troy Aikman? Um, look, once again, every time anybody came up, I went by and talked to him. I went by and spoke with Joe Buck. Um, and we would love to have had Joe Buck, but we were not willing to pay the amount of money it would take to get him. And then we tried to bridge the gap by doing what we talked about at the beginning, right, Dan? We'll give you 15 other things to do. Then maybe we can justify <laughs> And remember, too, we had a thousand talent. And every time we hired somebody, everybody else felt their salary needed to be recalibrated. <laughs> so it's a different beast. ESPN's a different mechanism, but they want to play, and they're right. They they want to play in the in the top level game with their NFL football, and it's probably a good idea. Well, it feels like ESPN spent all of its money on just getting these leagues, um, as opposed to the talent. Whereas some of the other networks. You know, they they were forced to spend a little bit more on their time. You know, uh, Tony Romo kind of changed everything, didn't he? Yes. Yes, he did. And look, again, ESPN is overwhelmingly uh, about volume, right? The point, And by the way, they're buying the right thing. You have to choose. Am I going to buy more rights or am I going to pay uh, play-by-play, uh, play-by-play and analysts more money? I would choose more rights. Yeah. John, it's great to talk to you as always and uh, hope you're doing well. Thanks for joining us. Okay, thank you, Dan. Uh, I look forward to seeing you in the neighborhood one day. Well, maybe we'll show up at Levitard's next wedding. Oh, please. Please. (laughs) No, no. He's not going to have any more weddings. Forget I said that. No, no. This is the one and only true love. The man is married forever. The anniversary party. The anniversary party. How's that? Exactly. My bad. I misspoke. Thank you, John. Thank you, Dan. That's uh, John Skipper, a former boss, (laughs) co-founder, CEO of uh, Metal Arc Media. (laughs) <laughs> you're, you're a little tired. You're a little I, I am a little punchy. I spent an hour on the phone with Levitard last night. And he's got a lovely wife. How's he doing, Danny Levitard? He's great. He's great. But he's trying to build something that, you know, we, we've been building for a long time. And, and I've been a sounding board whenever he's needed anybody. Or, you know, we've talked about it and struggles that you have. And you kind of feel like you're on an island. Not many people choose to leave ESPN, but Levitard's in good hands. Got John Skipper there, a lot of talent, and uh, yeah, think very highly of Levitard. Yes, Pauline? Do you hear what Levitard said yesterday about the Tom Brady signing or the day before? How do you pay almost $400 million for someone who's never said anything interesting ever? Well, lately, though, Vacation Tom has been interesting. Tampa Tom. Tampa yeah, Tom. Tampa Tom is yeah. interesting. Um, Bob Ryan came out with some strong comments. He was with Rich Eisen on his show and said, uh, basically, I hope Fox knows what they're getting with Tom Brady, that you know this, he's not going to be a good analyst. It, it's one of those where you know somebody uh, says, uh, hey, we're going to spend all this money. We're going to buy this car. It's unbelievable. It's going to be incredible. And then you go, can you drive it? No, but I'll learn. That's basically what you have. We're going to spend all this money on Tom Brady. We're going to bring him in. And then can you can you do games? I don't know. Sure. Figure it out. And even John Skipper said, you know, that that would be one of my questions. But he said it, it, it won't matter. And I also think sometimes and I was I was uh, told that I was incorrect in my approach when we were talking about certain members of the media. And do you want to have them in the studio? 
that you get to see them more because when you watch a game, you don't you would get to hear Tom Brady's voice. You wouldn't get to see him. But the pregame, the halftime and the post, you would be able to capitalize. You know, Fox did this as well. They spent a lot of money on their analyst in the studio with Terry Bradshaw, Howie Long, Michael Strahan. They had Collins Word, Jimmy Johnson. They spent a lot of money there. Now, you did have Troy out there with the game, and maybe they did it perfectly, but you it feels like a guy who looks like Tom Brady, you would want him on, on the set. I could get more out of him there. Yeah, Mars. Tom Brady's suits are going to be immaculate, and he's going to be dressed to a T. I'm going to have the camera on him as much as possible. Oh, we missed that touchdown pass? But look at Tom. Yeah, look at Tom as we miss, miss that touchdown pass. <laughs> yeah. And you're going to see, coming back from commercial break, Andrew Marshawn, the uh, sports media critic uh, reporter, joined us yesterday. And he said, you're going to see that coming back from commercial break. It'll be not a, an establisher of the stadium or anything. It'll be Tom Brady there with Kevin Burkhardt. As we welcome you back to Arrowhead Stadium, Tom. Yes, Paul. You know how they open the games or they open the coverage and they, uh, with the pregame shows and they show like uh, the quarterback walking in with his headset and stuff like that. Instead of like if they do a Jaguars game, instead of Trevor Lawrence walking in with his headset, Tom Brady here to call Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars and Tom walking in with his crew. Let's take a break. Phone calls coming up back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, 
the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address, dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. I thought John Skipper was good. Some of the uh, insights there. And then I wanted to ask him before I let him go, if you were at ESPN or you were at Fox, would you sign Tom Brady to that deal? And he said no. Joe in Omaha. Hey, Joe, what's on your mind today? Hey, DP. Hey, hey DP. Hey. Um, I was thinking about this when you guys were talking about this because I was thinking about my wife. I was thinking about people at the office. There are a lot of people rightly or wrongly, that don't like Tom Brady. And I'm not so sure that the rest of the world is chomping at the bit to listen to this guy. This isn't like Michael Jordan or Wayne Gretzky, who kind of were universally liked, other than the rivals in sports. But universally, they were liked. And Brady's going, he's, you know, he was on a team that allegedly cheated. He's got everything in the world, charmed life. Um, he's kind of, you know, I don't, I'm not going to say dull, but he's just sort of monotone when he talks. And there's a lot of people, rightly or wrongly, again, who sort of resent it and they don't like it. And I don't know that the, the NFL's product is so good that I don't think people aren't going to not tune in, but they might tune it off. And I, you know, it's just, he's not somebody that I think everybody's going, awesome. I'm so glad I can watch that now. Well, yeah, and those are all fair points, Joe. Thanks for the phone call. Absolutely. I don't know if Tom can do it. You would think, boy, he's got all that knowledge. Well, so did Drew Brees. But Drew Brees wasn't able to compartmentalize calling a game as opposed to playing in a game. Tony Romo changed everything, but he's sort of like that wild stallion running around doing whatever he wants to do, freelancing. You know, the, the hard part is really you know, the play-by-play voice. Jim Nance has the hard part because he has to set up Tony, let Tony say what he's going to say forever, you know, for however long he's going to say it, and then grab it and then do the play-by-play. That's the hard part. Kevin Burkhardt is going to have the heavy lifting here. He's got to put Tom Brady in a, a position to succeed, play to his strengths there. But I think getting Tom Brady to bring you inside the huddle take you to the line of scrimmage, 
it's all about immersive, you know, the broadcast now, getting you closer to the game. If I have Tom Brady and I mention, call it Tom Cam, and he just, you know, the angle is from behind the quarterback. Let's say Aaron Rodgers is playing the Bears. It'll be Sunday night, week two. Tom Brady would be doing the game. Tom Brady would take you behind Aaron Rodgers going to the line of scrimmage or being in the shotgun. In real time, you know, you would have your announcer set up what it is, you know, third and seven from, uh, you know, the 23. And then you have Tom Brady saying, okay, you see that linebacker there? He's coming. And then uh, I got this. I would check down over here. And the guy who is my hot receiver is going to be my tight end. And then the play is called. Well, if it's either what he says it should be or it's something different, now you come back, now you analyze it. I get Tom Brady quarterbacking, almost um, armchair quarterback for Aaron Rodgers and some of these other quarterbacks. That, to me, would be interesting. But I don't know if Tom is going to be vacation Tom, Tampa Tom, and or is he going to be a little bit more buttoned up like he was with New England? I don't know. It's a lot of money. And it's not just he's going to be a football analyst. You're buying a brand here. Yes, Paul. You know, one thing about the Manning cast is Peyton has room to be an analyst during certain plays and room to be a storyteller during certain times. I don't know if you have that much room during a game. Hopefully Brady is like John Smoltz with baseball because Smoltz knows so much more. And like when I watch a baseball game, Smoltz in 10 seconds will explain the situation. You're like, oh, my gosh, I get it. I see it. Because Smoltz is playing chess. He sees every move before and after the play. But you have to be... See, I don't know how Tom will approach this if he's going to be forthcoming with information. He spent an entire career of not telling you anything. Purposely not telling you. Now, we've gotten uh, you know a better sample size of that sense of humor the last couple of years in Tampa, but I, I think that's the interesting part. What, who is Tom Brady when he gets into the booth? And what are those strengths going to be? And we're going to know right away. Because, you know, Drew Brees was in the studio, and I don't mean to pick on Drew. I'm just saying that here's a marquee guy, a Hall of Famer, and, you know, was he better as a quarterback than he was going to be as an analyst who was analyzing quarterbacks? You know, there was possibility that he might be leaving NBC. I don't even know what that status is. But he might be trying to do more games. But I thought that that's where he struggled. And you wouldn't think that. You would say, oh, Drew Brees, he's going to be a home run. NBC hired him before he retired. And it's that we think he's going to be good. You're just not sure. And I've seen great players who weren't great analysts and vice versa. And sometimes if you don't have that status, you work. Dan Orlovsky, to me, is great. Chris Sims, great. They weren't great quarterbacks. They work hard at it. Final hour coming up, more of your phone calls, and we'll check in with Steve Sands, Golf Channel, about what's going on with this Saudi back tour. The PGA's coming up with Tiger and Phil. One more item as we close out hour two, and uh, one of the negatives of having to do the show outside by myself is I don't get to sit on the Love Sack sectionals with Stealth Tech. Kind of ruined me because normal couches are just that, normal. The sectional, configured to fit the space we have in the man cave, great for lounging, watching the game. The world's most adaptable couch and features Stealth Tech 5.1 Dolby Digital Surround Sound by Harman Kardon. Convenient wireless charging. Those features seem 
seamlessly hidden inside the adaptable sectionals platform there. And make sure you ask about the Stealth Tech app because you can adjust the volume levels, create and uh, customize your own sound profiles in the couch. Sectionals, the world's most adaptable couch, now featuring Lovesack Stealth Tech. Make sure you go to a store near you or you can go to lovesac.com. Learn more all about this, uh, the world's most adaptable couch with Stealth Tech, it's lovesack.com. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.